Hello there. Hey, Jeff. What's up? Oh, just soccer stuff. Can I admit something to you? You've never watched a single one of these matches and have been lying nope. the whole time. This whole podcast has been a documentary about how I could trick you just by pretending to watch <laughs> soccer all year and memorizing it in my mouth. The second part of the doc is actually about how you convinced me to join Nexium. Yeah, true. And then it gets even worse from there. I get, uh, you know, some of the political organizations that I get you into are just terrible, terrible organizations. Jeff branded his name onto my hips with an iron. <laughs> well, I like to think that the Holy Spirit did that, Skyler. <laughs> how are you? How you been, man? Honestly, I feel alive. No, oh, I no. do. Like... What happened? What happened to do that to you? <laughs> you know what happened is. Uh, Pride and hope, both things that goeth before the fall, the the fall rather. Um, like you know, just seeing your team play good for three weeks in a row makes you feel great. And now every game is so meaningful, and you know what I mean. Like I'm so pumped about the North London Derby this week. I mean, I don't know, and I'm not. I don't want to jinx anything. Knock on all sorts of wood, but it's like we're at least in a position where it's like you're on the edge of your seat. You could clench it. You know what I mean? And like, I have to say, that's what I was going to admit. I haven't paid attention to your crappy team at all. I have no idea what's going on in Man United land because I'm so into this shit. I'm, this is my favorite part of the game. And like, and it's so funny because somebody sent me a meme the other day and it was so accurate, but Arsenal fans, it's like, firing Wenger for getting fourth place then years later years of no champions league football no european football even later then we get fourth place and everybody's celebrating like you know it's the best thing that's ever happened it's like we were doing this every year <laughs> you know what i mean but we just all i can say is it feels good to be alive again and i don't it's, if i'm not in a champions league place i don't feel alive well it's like hey guys guess what's back status quo's on the menu again and you're like yeah, yeah. Dude, but that is a that's an arc that I can relate to in real life. Like, like you know, you screw something up, and then you have to slowly get back to just as good as things were a month ago. Or it's you know. like if you got into a, I'm not saying this is a Rachel thing. This is a hypothetical situation. It's like if you got into a massive fight with your partner that you caused, and after two weeks of groveling and buying flowers, they'll talk to you again. You're just like a little relieved. That's exactly the metaphor I was thinking. I just wasn't <laughs> sure I was going to go there. But yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. Um, You're like, Arsenal will fuck me again. Um. <laughs> Arsenal let me back in the bed. That couch really sucked, man. Like, In both cases, you're ready to be hurt again. Oh, yes. And, and that's the funny thing is like, as much as I am happy now, I realize that this happiness could go one of two ways. Like, Arsenal could still fuck this up. Let's just say that. Like, there are nine points left on the table. We are ahead by, is it seven points or four points, I believe? It'll be seven points it's, this weekend if we it's win. A, it's a done deal. There's not a mathematical situation that's going to happen that will change that. Including you not getting any points in the run-in. So I don't... I do think, like, that's the... I think that they will lose it. Like, the funniest, the most arsenal thing of all of this is if we... You get fourth to Spurs? If or if we, because if we give Spurs, you know, if Spurs go above us, but Chelsea just completely implodes and we only partially implode and we still get fourth and finish behind Spurs, that would be the most arsenal thing to do. 
To be right, fair, but, but those that's multiple things that are really unlikely to happen. It's like the United States not qualifying for the 2018 World Cup. It's impossible. Yeah. I do think that we could beat Chelsea though this season. Like we're one point behind him and they're playing like shit. And like, I mean, we got a big game on Thursday, but other than that, like the other two teams, there's also a world where it's, where it's uh, Arsenal, Chelsea finishing in that order. But isn't Chelsea all about like nobody on their team is particularly phenomenal, but they're all seven or eight out of tens. And there's a lot of them. That's, I think that's true. But another, like the way that I look at them, I don't know. Maybe this is wrong, but the way that I thought of them was like a team where on their day, these guys are all like eights or nines, you know, like these are good players, Um, but they're just very inconsistent. You know what I mean? And like when, if you catch them when things are not going well, which like right now, like, dude, aren't they like having to drive themselves to games and stuff? You know what I mean? Like, they are in shambles right now. They Somehow that's not been lunch. an issue. Somehow that's not been an issue, though. We we all read about like, oh, it's going to be really hard for them. Somehow I haven't heard about any of the players like living in squalor or which is, which is eating funny. lunchables. I mean, the players are getting paid. So like, boo-hoo if you have to charter a bus with your $200,000 salary or whatever, but. Two, wait, two or three hundred thousand dollars a week salary? A week. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> they they do them by weeks. I do them by years. You know, like I'd be very happy to be on most of these guys are on in a week. If I made that in a year, that'd be like one of my top years, man. I think when we talked about it months ago, when this like erupted, all right, was it months ago or weeks ago? Like two months ago, right? When mm-hmm. that was when the war erupted and all this kind of right. sped up. Weren't we talking about how, like, if each one of them chartered one private plane one time, that would get them to the season, and yeah. and and it would like be kind of just a drop in the bucket, largely. And really, whoever is like, <laughs> there's a guy on every team that's on like 230k. Like that guy just has to fucking charter a bus, like, or, or <laughs> it's that's like, what they take. They don't even fly a lot of the time. It, or it's a loan, and it's like, uh the next owner when it comes in gives yeah. each player that did that a 50 K bonus or whatever. Like we don't even know what their bonuses are. It's yeah. not a single, not a single tier was shed for Chelsea FC's first team. Oh, but, but um, so you let off this podcast, Jeff, not that I fully blame you, but I'm going to blame you a little bit. Um, yeah. I think it basically it's like last, imagine last Friday you were there supporting me at the funeral of my wife. Mm-hmm. And you were like, that. and you were like, man, this is really unfortunate. <laughs> Nobody saw this. Nobody saw your wife dying when you signed Veron and Ronaldo. That's Sancho. true because I, a funeral to me is sort of a sacred space. There's a certain way that you have to comport yourself, and that's also how I view this podcast. This is a lot like a. It's like going to a church or any religious service, a funeral. It's something like that. This is this is not a place where you can just chat shit. That's not a part of a song that we commissioned or anything. You're right. You're right. And in in that same uh, sentence, after you've been like, "Oh man, Skylar, like this is so rough." Your hands on my shoulder, and you're like, "But let me tell you about this new girl. I'm fucking. She is great. Probably better than your former wife was. Like you, you like <laughs> you find ways to relate my suffering to how things are going really well for you. And I'm we sitting are there being like, doing sketch comedy now because that's uh that's what's come out of this. That's what her, that is. that's a f- hilarious scene that you've concocted there. It's like her body is like 
she like you see a hand like lift up out of the casket. It's like I'm not dead yet, and like we're, I'm like no, you're dead, and and you're like yeah, let's I talk didn't about it. This, this is directed by Monty Python. I mean, and anytime you, got you can do, to, you got to do a female voice. Yeah, you've got to do the the D minus female voice because that's how how you let women know you're not trying to mock them. You're just you know you're not trying to imitate them. You're just trying to simulate them, which they don't like either, actually. Um, <laughs> Hmm, yeah. So si- okay. simulating a woman, otherwise known as my my COVID memoirs. Oh, um, yeah. That, there is no there is no segue for that. You, Jeff, we are we're on the the eleven. We're we're, we're we're segueing to a segue away from my segue. Okay. Um, it's May tenth. We are what like two or three match days away from depending upon who your club is. Two or three match days away from the end of the season. I think we yeah. might only have one match left. Is that right? Wow, because you guys have been ahead for a while. Um, well, we were behind you because of that yeah, COVID. You guys had one match left. Wow, so you're done. So, dude. One more mercy we, killing. And it looks like, is there any chance... That we'll be guys... in Europa Conference League? Yeah. There is a chance, because West Ham is right on our ass, and we have we have a, like a plus two goal differential all of a sudden. Our goal yeah, differential looking... has plummeted. You guys are one goal. Their goal differential is eleven. So if if it's tied, we we drop. So which means if we lose and they win, right? Or do they have less games? They have no. They have two games left, and you guys have three points in hand. You guys have one game left. So you. So if we win and they win, they jump us. Like yeah, basically, if you both win out, it looks like they would take sixth off you. But then. Does seventh get into conference league? It's now seventh too? is conference league, and it's maybe the worst thing that can happen to you because you still have the commitment That's the one of where flying you have to, fly to, to like Baku every week, right? You have to fly to Tatooine, Alderaan. You're you're playing football in Alderaan places. Yeah. Um, Why but, in the Star Wars universe do they give directions by planet? Like as if you know, like uh, we're playing on Tatooine. <laughs> like we'll just find the stadium because we know what planet it's on. Well, Chelsea players, uh, you're going to be playing in a galaxy far, far away, but it's yeah. limited to 50k uh, of transportation fee right. per One match. He's going to have to step up and rent the Millennium Falcon, which is an old <laughs> hunk of junk, but it'll get you around, dude. I would read. I don't even. I don't like Chelsea Football Club at all. But if there oh, was it's good Chelsea, that we got that out there. If there was a Chelsea Football Club comic book about the team traveling around in the Millennium Falcon, like solving mystery, I don't know, interstellar mysteries, I guess. With Scoob? With Scoob in the gang? I think, man, this is becoming a very expensive project. But yes, I think that we get the Hanna-Barbera team on board. Um, have you ever like- heard Have you ever heard of uh, a comedian by the name of Heather Ann Campbell? No, I don't know about cool things. All right, well, that's why I'm here. Arsenal suspense universe. But anyway, go on. So Heather Ann Campbell is a comedian who I think, among other things, writes like at this point is like a writer on Rick and Morty. Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel like either wrote for or maybe I'm just hearing about an interview wrote for like Last of Us 2. Like Heather is getting to do some of the coolest projects, but mostly Heather is known for co-hosting a podcast called... uh, got played or it was originally how did this get played as a spinoff mm. of how did this get made yeah for music but yeah but it's all but it's all video games uh stuff oh okay. like game heather's game. heather's like an, an insane like video game player collector um and heather 
and this isn't to 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 steal any obviously credit. This is Heather's idea for a Star Wars sequel. That's like mm-hmm. if Disney just wanted to print money, this would be the bravest Star Wars movie. Let me stop do. you right there because Disney does just want to print money. They so do. Go on with this Gadonkin experiment, okay? If so, Disney just wanted to print money, Heather. I don't even know all the details of it, but just by floating the elevator pitch, Heather had this idea for a movie called Here and Now. Okay. It sounds Imagine, like a John Holmes kind of... Or not John Holmes. Uh, what's the guy Pete that... Holmes. The 80s, what's the 80s film director did Home Alone, but 16 Candles? Hughes. Hughes. It's not. This does sound like a little bit like a John Hughes movie. What was that title again? It, it was a Phil Jones uh, production. So... Here and now, do you, if you do, you want me Here to connect now. the dots? Like, because I feel like once yes. you get it, you're just like, "Fuck!" So, Star Wars occurs in a galaxy far a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. So, here and now is Star Wars universe in 2022 present day Earth. Like, a star destroyer or a rogue Tie Fighter makes contact. That's already like, been done. That's ET. No, but it's not Star Wars. Yes, it is. E.T. is in the Star Wars universe. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Is E.T. Read them and Star Weep. Star Wars. That's why there's a whole little Senate chamber of E.T.'s in the Galactic Senate. You've seen the prequels or what, man? E.T. isn't part of the Star Wars universe. Oh, this is just one of the arguments. Sorry. Um, there's I a didn't lot realize of it was even arguable. People... I thought this was just settled. I need to get off Reddit. This is how I feel about a lot of the news. It's like I'm like, I've seen one side only. All right, all right. So let's say that it does. It's not the yeah. point of the movie, and a lot of a lot's being left on the table in that. If they were trying to do that, they gave you a nubbin of Star Wars and then ignored all the rest of it. So that's not so fan wait, service. So here and now, then would is like it... discovering a Jedi on Earth, like that kind of shit. Okay. A direct tie-in, as they say. But it's also, it's a way to, like, in a way, have Disney totally co-opt the Star Wars world. And by placing it in Earth and doing a new trilogy in Earth, they're basically, this is, like, the first wholly Disney Star Wars output. And Mm -hmm. it's it would probably be, in some ways, awful. But if they did a great job of it, like, if they got the right people to do it, like, whoever did Rogue yeah. One, like, give someone who, like, loves Star Wars and give them that creative challenge to solve. Her her hypothesis is that it was it would be insane. And, like, all the other people on this podcast that heard it were just like, holy God. Like, that would, like seeing the bigness of the idea and how every other Star Wars idea is not brave. Mm-hmm. They're just doing like different, like serialized little snippets of the same universe, never expanding the boundaries that far. This would be like flipping the table. They're they're almost doing on purpose what Star Trek did, and they're just becoming a TV show. You know what I mean? Like it's it's all streaming. It's a TV show. You know what I mean? Because it allows them to just keep it keep it going. Like there's not there's not a two or three year gap in ability to grab attention. It's oh, there's a new Mandalorian this Friday. People talk about Star Wars and buy Star Wars. Right. Fuck man, ours. That's how bad United are. That that reference is the first time I've mentioned them, and we're at minute sixteen. I mean, you don't have to talk about them if you don't. I know that it would not be. I don't know. We should play the game really quick. I think we did this last time, but now, I mean, you're one game away from the final, so we can almost do a season wrap. 
which well, is like we're gonna do a season stays. wrap, right? Aren't we gonna well, do a season wrap? We will wrap? definitely do a season wrap. But my thing at some point, I think you have to go through and sort of decide which players to put in the yard sale category and which players to keep. Then I how about that. how about this? Because one game, two games, three games is not going to make a difference. Let's go down each of our most recent starting 11s. Or we could do like an 18 if you want. And just like give a grade to each player. Like that okay. should be easy to Let's fly through, it. right? Let's do you do want it. to pull up, pull up, pull up, pull up Arsenal lineup? And I'll pull up Manchester United starting 11. And like if you want to mention a few others that aren't in the starting 11, like so-and-so injured all season, like feel free. But like a starting 11 feels like... yeah. A good place. There's actually a website called M or it's called football hyphen lineups.com. <laughs> um. All right. I am, I am, I have like the larger United lineup in front of me, so I can be flexible, but I'm, I'm ready to okay. give out some grades. But do you want to start with like keepers? Yeah, Ramsdale. A plus, honestly. Like, wait, you're you're giving an A plus immediately? Like, you've just broken the curve with the first grade. I'm gonna be pretty generous. You're in my such grade. a grade I'm be such a nice professor. Like, guys, remember to fill out those evaluations. Then what's the point, Jack? Then what's stars. the point? Then what's the point? If like, if if that's the best a goalkeeper could ever have done, I feel like you're oh, wait, you're that, fucking that your, Is that your standard for a plus? Like. Grade them on season performance. It's like, how great did they do? But an A-plus in your eyes is like best performance of all time. Not just like, this is a world The best the goalie goal. can... Like, like, you know how they grade them out of 10 for every match? They're not saying Diego Dallo okay. is right. awful, so, and the fact that he was competent means he gets a 10. Whoscored.com kind of territory? I mean, right. it's, it's, if you want to do it that way, it, my brain is wired for like American scholastic system, but we don't need like this is oh, okay. we're making this up. And anyone who's listening is like, yes, right, fine. I'll just give him an A. You talked me down. You overbearing principal. All right. I mean, I some debate Ramsdale is an A. an A for a Ramsdale. And who else? Do do all your keepers. I'm going, and then Leno. Haven't really seen him much lately because we flunked out of the cups pretty early this year. Um, but honestly, like probably would have given him a B last year. Like I thought he was pretty solid. And but not I, last year, I, this year. Well, yeah. I guess my point is I haven't seen him play much this year. But like I think in general, I'll give him sort of a incomplete. incomplete. But it's like I basically think he's a B level keeper. Like I was happy with him. I had no visions that Ramsdale would knock him off this year and take his spot. Um, but he did. And honestly, he's been great. And like he does, he does what Leno can't do. Leno's probably a better pure shot stopper, although he did get sloppy at times last year. But like, what what Leno can't do is play from out from the back. Whereas Ramsdale is actually like a fantastic passer, and like that that's been made all the difference for us offensively because we've we score our goals in transition. So, so you saying I'm not much of a passer? <laughs> that's how burnt. Yes, I'm. I, I'm sorry. I don't remember our bits. I don't listen to this. We had podcast. a Leno bit, Jeff. We had a yes, Leno we bit where we're just like, "I'm the new goalkeeper." Like, I don't even know if I sound like Jay Leno. It's like, uh, so uh, you hear about this? I want to go to VAR because I think the bit was different. VAR. I think it was like burned. We were just pronouncing his name like the D, like burned, burned Leno. I got a burnt Leno here. Uh, uh, I mean, okay, so 
Do you wait? Did you have a third keeper, or is that not even? Well, the third one is the guy that we just purchased out of MLS. Who he? I also haven't seen any. Of oh, he hasn't showed up yet. So that's not but even I'm... this season. That's next season. Oh, okay, but I'm he's a summer summer year. transfer that you just bought early. Um, yeah, I don't know. Our third, I think the other guy. Well, it'll make you feel. We have a Dutchman of some sort who looked okay, but not like, like some kid. Yeah. I think it'll make you happy, Jeff, to hear that last season's MLS record point-setting New England Revolution has been missing him since he, Matt Turner, like, hurt himself during a U.S. appearance and was out for a number of months. Oh, no. They haven't looked like the same team in his absence at all. So it should is make he, you feel he's the team. Is he that kind of t- keeper where, like, a lot of what he does is he gets up from every save and he hits a guy and now you're on the break? It's... Uh, maybe he's okay with that. I wouldn't say it's his strength. It's that he saved like I don't know, seventeen goals above expected average in MLS, and that was like double the next best keeper. So in MLS, at least, he's been yeah. at times a dominant keeping the ball out of the net guy. Yeah, and I, and I, but I get so confused with like Premier League clubs that have young, established star goalies buying like an MLS lifer who's like 28 or 20, like Zach Steffen is like the same thing at City. And it's like, so you bought this guy just so he'll sit in your cabinet? Like, I don't understand how that's helpful. I th- I would think you'd want the backup to be someone who's older and solid for a rainy day. Like in hmm. case something goes terribly wrong, you know that they won't complain. There'll be good leadership presence in the locker room, sort of being like assistant, assistant manager. Hmm. Like, but to get someone who's like, you're like, all right, we're going to take your prime and we're going to put it in the garbage. And you'll be paid a little bit more and you'll sit there and you'll look pretty, you stupid bitch. And like that's that's what these like prime MLS keepers becoming like City, Arsenal, etc. Like it, like it it feels like it's it's happened a couple of times. And at like our whole starting like Gabrielle Slonina, who's a 17-year-old American eligible goalie starting in MLS for the Chicago Fire at 17. Yeah. And he's like looking great. So Chelsea want him. So he'll what? Just go like sit in Chelsea, like and waste his yeah. prime development years? Like I don't get it. Well, but all of these guys, you're treating them the way that I treated Ramsdale last year, which is I didn't think that he, I don't know, I just didn't think that he was going to come in and take the job. But some of them will, you know what I no. mean? Like, no, because they're Americans that were not bought for very much, so there's not a financial pressure to like you got to play him, you got to play Pulisic, cost seventy million. Well, but I'll tell I'll tell you this though, like on on Arsenal. He will be starting the cup games. So I think that that's like, like starting the cup games in Europe is like a good step for a goalie to be doing. And like Arsenal are good about giving both goalies playing time. So I actually think it's a reasonable deal there. I can't speak to City, although I think that they do the same thing. They Well, they do do the same thing. I, I, I it's not It's not like there's more than a handful of examples of this. I just, I want, I question it as a strategy. Like, I don't get what the club is getting out of it. I know what the player is getting. It's just money. There's no well, other. But you don't think, because I also think that if I am one of those players and all, and I don't care about the money at all, all I care about is getting better at the game, I would take a season of like, all right, I'm only going to play maybe 10 games this season, but I'm going to be playing against Ben Fica and, Benfica. you know, some champ, whatever. <laughs> god damn it uh some championship club you know or like you know crystal palace and those kind but of the, teams but the but the evil 
World Cup is in a few months, and Zach Steffen for the United States has looked like someone who plays ten times a year. And he looks he is gonna maybe lose his starting US national team spot because he's looked so shit for club and country. Because goalie is not you something think, where it can you think he's you you think that the, the training isn't enough, like he's gotta get the it's game not. time. You absolutely need the game time, especially in your prime. Like this isn't hey Buffon, come dust it off and be like sturdy as hell at 41 it's hmm. someone who's like 26 who just played in mls and practice in the premier league and we expect him to perform like a top international level goalie when normally an international level goalie is starting all the matches for their club hmm. so like oh it's it's not good to count on people for your national team who are not playing like it's really I mean, not good so i guess that will be one of the stories of the world cup first because that's like an american thing is to go abroad and not get enough minutes. Like, who do we have that like might legitimately be in the World Cup that will have that issue? I mean, well, Zach Steffen and Matt Turner might have that same issue because they're basically our one and two, and they're both going to be backup keepers. Then mm-hmm. Slanina is 17, but, and but also getting courted season, by Poland. The thing is, at that point in the season he will have had like six games, which is not that much less. Wait, you think by November he's going to have started six times? Well, because aren't we going to have like two or three bullshit Carling Cup games? And then like... That's assuming he gets all of those even. And and like, I think he'll get the Champions League ones too. All right. I know what my club does is not the measuring stick that should be used to beat anybody with, but like... I remember managers giving De Gea the cups as well. Like there was a minute where it was Sergio Romero and he'd be the cup keeper, but then managers took that away from him and just gave it to De Gea anyway because they wanted to win. They didn't want to just like crash out to appease someone. I do think that like guys can, like he could lose it. Like if he gets in in his first Carabao Cup game and he absolutely does not look like he belongs, he won't get another game for a while. You know what I mean? So he he does have the ability, but I think if he plays his way into it, which he could, like I think some of those Carabao Cup games, the level is not much higher, if at all higher, than MLS. Like You're Bradford, playing against like Exeter? Yeah. Like Bradford, I mean, I feel like it's lower. Yeah. It's lower some, of, at times. some of them probably are, yeah. Many, many are lower. Um but it's it like I I understand that this could be argued like Arsenal and City honestly aren't worried about that. They're worried about having the most performance on their ex player roster. Mm-hmm. Arsenal and City are not worried about how the United States is going to do at the World Cup. I get that that's a personal concern that I have. I just I I just don't know when called upon what having a rusty keeper that's not like some veteran like mm. seven out of ten does for either club. Yeah, yeah. I, get, I know it's a tough one. I guess that's one of those because you gotta have somebody as a backup. I feel like City lost a cup because of Stefan at one point. That does ring a bell. That definitely. Well, who's the who's the starter at City right now? God, I'm blanking. Ed Um, because there was a point where he was the cup keeper, right? Like years ago, and I think he oh, had like maybe a when, game where he like totally capitulated. Well, because he when he showed up, I feel like. Pep had had that, I can't remember who it was, that keeper from Barca that he loved because he played with his feet, and then he was just giving up comical goals. I think I'm remembering that right. 
That sounds right, but I'm also blanking on the name. It was Man, post, this is a good post, It was post Joe Hart and pre Adarison. The sound of me typing. Claudio Bravo. I was right. Barcelona. Thank you. All right. So, all right. So, should I grade United's keeper so we can move on? Uh, yes. De Gea, B minus. B minus. I think he's been great with shot stopping and he's caused problems playing with his feet and, and doing the other stuff like coming out the claim corner kick, like all the stuff he's. That like I've heard so many people refer to as correctable issues with him that he's for some reason he's, he's thirty one years old and he's never corrected them. So it's like I don't know why why we think that like as a thirty three thirty four year old he's gonna be better. I think it's time for him to go. He's one of those great players that is just so incomplete in certain areas. You know what I mean? Like I really. He's so good at all the things you think of as goalie things like shopping, stopping shots. And you know what I mean? Like in that sense, he's incredible. But what he lacks in the things that are like, you know, like distribution, even just like some of the defense parts of it, like he seems to not, you know what I mean? Always have it set up well. I don't know. He's the perfect goalkeeper for 15 years ago. Like the perfect goalkeeper for, where, where that was all the goalie had to do. Yeah. But now, go, now, but, but now if you're pressing up the field, you're moving all of your players up to try and pinch the, uh, or sorry, to press the opponents and pinch them into their half, the keeper's almost got to come out past the 18 and be a center back you can play the ball to. But that also means that like the team in front of them has to be good enough at pressing that the press isn't going to be broken and then the keeper gets lobbed from midfield. You know, you know what I mean? And it's only... The keeper can only come all that way out if they're confident that the field players have got the game sort of right where they want it to, right by the scruff of the neck. Right. So, so I, I, I just don't think I don't think he does enough things to get a better grade than B minus, and B minus might even be. I was gonna say I think generous. you're being quite generous. But but of the other goalies, Henderson didn't play because COVID. Tom Heaton was a backup who looked whatever. So, so nobody else even gets a grade. That's a good point. I mean, but that's and a. Would the rest you of the, say that's the a position of, the, of need in the summer? Then, oh, but every position's a position of need. <laughs> so it's, yeah. Um. So let's let's keep going, just because otherwise I'll dwell on this. So uh, defense, who you got for defense in front of you? Anybody worth mentioning? Um, Gabrielle and White, I'd say B plus for both of them. Um, Tierney equally and- have, have have they both like performed equally or? Yeah, I think that they they're and they've also they performed as a unit, which is nice. Like they just seem What's to that? play off each other well. Like that's a they have chemistry, whatever that means, you know. Like us. Totally. Where we finish each other's sandwich turtle vows. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Um and then I think on the on the back side with both Tierney and Tomiyasu, five stars, eight out of ten. <laughs> Plus, a five-star whatever. grade, which fails you out of this school. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but also very good. But then what's behind them, we have Cedric, who I'd say C-plus. As um, rotation? Versatile rotation guy, but he's getting a bunch of minutes because we've had injuries. Right. And then we have Tavares, who, man, Scored that goal. Month, for a month, he really looked like he would be just a great left back. He, it looked like he had taken the spot from Tierney. And he has it, and he might not be able to play. He's like 
he's like a D plus right now, but I think he's oh, going to wow. pull up. I think he's, I think he could still pull his grade up. He's still How old young. Is he? He's like 22, 21. But don't you think that like defense is one of those positions where like the brain part of it becomes more learn. and more important Important, and like more and more like a Dolly Parton important. Yeah. Just thing. Giant hands. Like <laughs> oh my God. Just giant hands. Play just a part. giant place in the rock and roll hall of fame. <laughs> That she turned down. That she came back and reaccepted because she realized, even though oh, I didn't hear that, she That's did true. because eventually it, it came across like dismissive, which I didn't take it as. But mm. she was like, "Wait a minute, maybe I should just humbly accept and shut up." You know, it's funny because like versus like gatekeeping the I, hall, because I had assumed her motivation was basically saying, "No, I don't want rock and roll to eat country." You know what I mean? Like country is its own genre and I don't want the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because I actually think it's weird the way like, why isn't the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame about the genre of rock and roll? They have all the genres in it now. It's just so like the Music just, Hall of Fame. But it's like recent music that isn't, that's pop, but it's not quite pop kind but of But we thing. know the it's answer like, to that, Jeff. And that's, well, how can we appeal to everyone? How can we make it so everyone wants to yeah. buy a ticket here when they're visiting for the Cleveland Clinic? But and to like, me, Hon, if you that, don't die, do you want to go to this? Uh... <laughs> that is the argument to why I believe that it doesn't matter. Like all the awards and shit and music. Like, like I love that. You remember the Onion headline? That's like a uh, Trent Reznor pinches himself. Um, ready or Tom York pinches himself before music's big day, and it was like the Grammys. <laughs> it's like, of course, these people don't give a shit. Like none of this shit matters. These are fake. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Will Smith. Yes sentence <laughs> I'm, I'm familiar that was my point um it's just will smith point well taken one point wait seven. so so how do we get to the rock and oh because i said important Dolly Parton. i couldn't say important about um your defense yeah about tavares being one for the future i mean yeah you can give a player more than a year before you write yeah. them off permanently but for this season i think it's okay to give him a bad grade if this season's worth yeah, it yeah, yeah. Was bad. i think he's gonna pull his grades up next year but i think this year he's just passing like if he was any worse he'd have to be gone um but interestingly at this position bearin is going to finish up he just won the copa del rey with real batiste um so you're grading he, someone who's not even on your team no but i'm just saying like in the off season it'd be how does he factor in he's like he's only like oh is he on loan yeah he's coming back and i think he's like does he want to or 28 i don't know i mean he he spent he, his home is london and like apparently his family's club was real batiste but even though he went he was at la masia like or that's is that how you say it yeah the, the Barcelona yeah club. or la masia i don't know one or the other um anyway he was there, so that was like his childhood team, but his family were always Real Batiste, and then he went there, and he won the cup with them, which is kind of cool. Um, well, did he but, go because his like form had dropped, or he wasn't getting minutes, or like why leave? It's a bit unclear, and we had like, because we started the was seemingly with a bunch of depth this year, because we had Chambers, who was like reasonably, like I always thought of him as, transitioning to center back but i think maybe in the end he was just comfortable being like a big old right back he looked like a center back he's six foot two but he's a right back and he's he was decent and then we had ash ashley maitland niles ainsley ainsley maintained tiles ainsley maitland niles is his name um he 
was also looking pretty decent and he went to Roma this year. I mean, so we were like getting rid of these guys and then now it's kind of a position of need. And I have to say like, we, we could use a Bayerine right now. And I was never really clear why he was off. Like, I thought he used to be like a pace merchant of a right back where he could catch up with anybody, like a little bit like Aaron Juan Basaka was in his first season. And I thought he started to decline in pace, and that's why he got the loan move away because he was no longer fast enough to play right back for Arsenal. That was my well, third-party understanding. But I don't know may, if that's true. That may be true. And maybe it's just like my Bayerine bias that is making me think that's not true. But like that is a legitimate theory. I think the other, I think he definitely lost some pace because he had had injuries. Yeah, exactly. But he, so, I mean, there was at one point, I think he still might have the fastest 40 yard dash time in the history of Arsenal. So there was a point where he could get by on pace. Wait, is that including, is that including an angry Arsenal fan TV star running and sprinting to go tweet something after a loss? Because I feel like that might set the record. No, nothing is faster than the, <laughs> the rate at which Arsenal Fan TV embarrass Arsenal Football Club. Nothing is faster than that. Um, so, sorry, where was I? Um, you were saying about Bayerin. Uh, yeah, we're not gonna. So I there mean, was a point Bellerin, where he, but that was. My... I mean, there were points where he ran. He also he used his speed offensively. Like him and Walcott on the right flank was like a really fun but dangerous thing because they could just. Then, but then, um, if that's the case, you're never letting him go unless either there's something they're seeing in training, or he was like yeah. his performance. Because we all assume. Well, it's but like- here's the thing: because he he lost the speed. But I was going to say, I I felt like he's had multiple good years after he lost the speed. Like, and he's still pretty fast. But like, he he's average pretty fast for a right back now. And but he became wiser and like. I still think he like I think he was contributing at Real Betis who won Copa del Rey which is not an easy thing to do, you know. So you um, think you think he's played himself back in a form and it's like possibly. it's like a, a, an adult like prime age loan move actually working out. Like that's so rare that it I does. I think in, in terms of pure form, yes. The one thing that still lingers is I think he's on something phenomenal like there was this point Horse where tranquilizers. Everybody... Yeah, he's on he's on he's on uh what's the the stuff that looks like cream that uh ivermectin endocrine or no he's, what was it what was the stuff we were talking Iver, about that ivermectin, like, ivermectin no the stuff we were talking about about the like QAnon like torturing children oh, uh, adrenochrome 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 <laughs> sorry oh, man. not worth the interruption uh man and you know I'm so easy to derail uh you can't uh where was I. Bella, Bella, Bayerin, Bellerin, I'm, Bayerin. No, I'm catching think, up on your the end, he's like, I, I think he could have contributed this year. I think he's on way too much money. He's on like 140K a week or something. Like, he's not that good. So you'll like, have him back as rotation, but he's on first but that's team not wages. An you know what I mean? Like, there's no world where. So I think really what's going to happen is we're going to sell we're him. We're going to let somebody have him for nothing because we need to get the wages off the books. Well, but you know what? Ten, Sometimes that's the right call. You know, it, it feels like you guys are better at selling than my club. So if you get two, two that you sell for, but if you sell two players for fifteen million, that's like a full new one of those positions back. So it's like, oh yeah, in theory, I agree. But Arsenal, we give our players away. We say, here's a fresh Obama Yang, free to a good home. You know, actually, we'll okay. pay you. We'll buy all the dog food for. I don't know. This is a weird metaphor. We will buy all the dog food for Kurt Zuma's new dog shelter. 
man. All right, uh, let me fly through this. Alex Telles, Telesh. Um, unfortunately, I'm giving him a D. Last year, he made Shaw a lot better, and he himself was pretty decent. He was more of like a C-plus last year, but this year he's been responsible for many of our goals. Eric yeah. Bailly has not played. He's just been permanently injured and complained about it. Uh, and at one point, Bailly begged on social media to start a match, which made me uncomfortable. Wow. Yeah, that makes me uncomfortable. Some I plan was like... Arce- Arteta would literally never play you again if he did that, I think. And I think that that's the right thing to do. Some fan was like, please start Eric Bailly. And he replied and said, prayer hands, yes, please. It just makes him look like a... Like, yeah. dude, why don't you fucking steal your spot back in training? Yeah, that strikes me more as he hired his cousin who, <laughs> like, maybe this- shouldn't be running his Twitter to run his Twitter. I don't know. Now that you explain it, it's not as... I thought you meant he just, like, literally wrote out in 140 Oh, no, 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 no. But it was... But it still, like, was, yeah. like, on an officially United post or not something. Like it was on, it was. I was replying to a comment on the at Man United handle. So it's like, they're gonna see it. Yeah, they might. They might notice that. So I think he should go. Um, Diogo Dalo, uh, Dalo, he's 23. He's been defensively not that great. He's offensively contributed a little bit. But for someone who just sort of stepped in and was like, try to be our right back, I think he's still like a C. Like he's barely passing. Like I don't want to get rid of him, but I don't think he should be our starting right back at this point. I won't fight you on that. Uh, there's a player, dude, this is going to blow your mind. There's a 19 year old on our squad list whose last name is hardly. So for a team that hardly defended this year, I never heard that. I I know all the U 19s and I've never heard the fucking name hardly, Hmm. but it's appropriate. I'm very happy to have found it. That's pretty funny. This is who's been defending this year. Hardly. Um, Phil Jones has been a great emotional story. At age 30 to come back. And he started against Wolves and he started against Liverpool. And He's had some good games, hasn't he? Well, he's had one good game against Wolves. <laughs> and then he had yeah. a game where he got taken off at halftime against Liverpool when we started shitting the bed. Mm. He's clearly not United. What what United's level should be. But he could, he could go play for some smaller team. And hopefully the fans will treat him really well. Because I think he'd, he, he's been here since Fergie, right? He's one of two. Him and... Uh, De Gea, and that's it. So, like, of all the players who aren't trying, of all the players who aren't running, who have given up on pressing, all the players who are leaking shit and yeah. throwing Ragnick under the bus, Phil Jones doesn't strike me as one of them. And he's been through a lot. So I'm like, I want to give him a C to feel bad for him. But he's played yeah. twice and been okay one of those times. So, like, that's incomplete, right? Yeah. Uh, Lindel- Lindelof, C+. Uh, he's <laughs> got some flaws. He's great at like intercepting. He's terrible in the air. He gets physically knocked over a lot, but like he can play a decent pass. So like C plus mm-hmm. Harry Maguire has taken a huge step back across all of the things the defender is asked to do this year. He's been kind of a train wreck. Yeah. And he says this stuff to the press that like I'm sure I brought it up. Just makes him sound like the worst captain in United history. Like if I was shit, why would Manchester United be picking me every week? Like, uh, and that, that's like a, I find that one way less defendable. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's atrocious. Like, Remember, like he, wasn't it just last year? He, he was, wrote it out in long form. You know what I mean? 
Jeff, it was like a year ago he was in Mykonos, like in jail. Yeah. And that is funny. At the time, I remember thinking, ah, dumb guy. Like, I'm sure it was so all misunderstanding, you know? Tourists he, get crazy. When when you're Manchester United captain, I think you're invited to open your mouth a lot more often than maybe you did when you were at Hull City or Leicester, not as captain. And as soon as he starts opening his mouth, plus the Mykonos thing, you're like, oh, wait, he's a mound of poop. Like, he's so dumb. That is a good point. Actually, that should be a story arc in Ted Lasso of, like, a character who becomes captain and has to constantly talk to the media and just screws it up. And they can bring back, what's the name of that guy with the hair? That reporter who is, like, Trent. Oh, Trent. uh, Yeah, Trent Quinn. Trent Quinn. Of the Independent. Wow. (laughs) God damn it. What's wrong with me? I haven't watched the show in a minute, too. Um, so, Maguire, D minus. Like, I really want, yeah. he's borderline F. I want him gone. I don't know if it'll happen because they spent 80 million on him and nobody would probably he give them 40. Must be on silly wages, huh? That's the problem, huh? Pa- paying him at this point is silly. Uh, but are you, I mean, but he's one of those guys where you might have to pull an arsenal and you pay him 100K to fuck off. It's like a Trailer Park Boys episode. And then Ten Hag might make that decision, and and I I gotta trust that Ten Hag is gonna do the best that he can with what we've got because we're already losing so many players to just fucking off. Yeah. Uh, Luke Shaw was injured a lot and was a lot worse than he, like last year. Luke Shaw was arguably like an A minus, like he was one of the best working components of our team last year. And this after the Euros, he just kind of like all the players for United that played in the Euros or were in the Euros team all kind of mentally goal. fucked off. It takes its toll. It'll be um, interesting because this season, this summer, they'll have a proper off season, huh? You know, what you'd, I mean? hope, then, you'd hope. Then it'll have be the weirdest season ever, where everybody's well, basically paying, playing like a the way that we did in December every year, the Premier League. But the rest of the clubs take a bit off then. But I think the season's also starting two weeks earlier to accommodate for that break. Therefore, it's a shorter summer. It's like a shorter yeah. off season, I think, and maybe a shorter preseason. And yeah, like, but but Luke Shaw's dropped off. If we're just grading, he's a C. How old is he now? Twenty six, going on twenty seven. Right? Yeah. I guess he's that's asking not that young for. Thing. I guess that's you're being true. I'm I'm being sentimental with Bayerine because Bayerine's like basically the same age. I think he needs to fuck off, doesn't he? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, Probably you can only guess. you can only ask so many guys to fuck off in one window and and actually do that's it. Like, well, that's the other thing that colors all these decisions for Arsenal is we're going to go for playing whatever it is this year, 45 games. We're going to end up playing so many more because we're probably, I mean, at this point, we're definitely playing in Europe somewhere. So it's like we're going to need so many more players than what we have now, which is actually a pretty good segue. Well, have we covered all of your defenders? Uh, two more. Varon, when he wasn't injured, he's been good. Yeah. He's but he's been player. injured a lot. So I'll give him a B minus. But, like, I think that's a generous B-minus considering how injured he was. And then lastly, Aaron Wambazaka, F. He's been not a footballer. Wow. He's looked like a baby who's been asked to drive a bus. And he's just like, I don't know what to do. Like, <laughs> all right, what's, what's your midfield? Sorry, uh, maybe oh, we yeah. probably need to speed this up for both of us. I know I just took a long-ass okay. time. Lightning round. Pew, 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 pew. Um, El Nenny has really stepped up lately. And it, we just re-signed him. It came out today. He's re-signed till 2025, which is way too long for him. But I think it's worth it because I think we're going to need... He can play, you know, a couple positions in midfield. He's very good. 
and he's shown that he's worth it. He at the beginning of the season he was told by Arteta, "You are not in the plan." He had already he's coming back from Besiktas loan, and now he's played his way into the team. Now the party's injured, he played his way above Sambi Lakonga. So I think you want players that have the the gumption to back themselves and to be like, okay, I'll show you. Like that's yeah, what our yeah. club and honestly your club were full of in the nineties and early two thousands. He's been that. He's been he's done this multiple times in his career here. Where I personally and everyone else I think has written him off, and he keeps coming back. So he can do a job. Yeah, I think he's good to have. As much as it kills me to say, I think Shaka is not going anywhere, even though he kind of. So what's his nuts. what's his grade? What's his grade? Uh, El Neni B minus, Shaka B minus, um, Odegaard. Wait, they B- have the same grade, but you feel differently about both of them. I think they've both done the job, but I'm so reluctant to say that about Shaka because I just hate the way that he plays. He's so slow and clunky and clumsy, but then he does he does these things of brilliance, like what he did against you guys. Sorry to rub it in, but like that goal he had against United, they're very you know that was what twenty seven yard strike or whatever it was boop like he can hit him and he can he can pass too he's a great passer but god he's unathletic he's pretty unlikable i feel like i can I and he's can... a jerk he's a total jerk he's like anti-vax <laughs> he's a jerk his, Just his name is almost granite jackass and that's kind of like Ooh, an I onomatopoeia never thought of that before that's amazing. i'm here i'm here but for no, you, you know what he's here and he's also one of those guys that's a little bit like he's a little i wonder we're gonna get into this soon but like he's a little bit like our mctominay where it's like he's our cunt a little bit we won't get into this soon at this rate <laughs> we'll get into it anyway, next time <laughs> um lightning round lightning round lightning round who else who else in midfield? midfield um i think that's basically it for the true midfielders we have a bunch of like wingers and forwards now so, all right. Well, I'll be back next year. will be one doozy, but I guess we'll cover that later. We're doing great. Well, We're doing great. Bruno, Bruno Fernandez is in my midfielder list. So I don't know if you wanted to also do your central attacking midfielders and the like. Um, I did Odegaard, I think B oh, plus was... incredible. Like, you said that and I didn't listen. Well, I was also, I was breezing by other stuff. Mm. Um, Martinelli, I would say B been super solid. Saka, A, uh smith i mean he's just been good like legit good smith row i'd say b plus um and then you know lacazette has been a bit of a disappointment he's 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 lost a step he's too slow now c minus and then just rounding it out real quick and ketia i think he's been better as of late i think he deserves another contract and i think it's ridiculous ridiculous that he's not just signing it because he's off the hook in like a month and a half now it's oh he'll be free yes and he won't sign we've basically said you want to do the same thing again and he said like no i cost more money now but it's like dude you've been good for three games out of the last four years and because they're the last three games you expect us to give you like you know what hector bayerine is on like i bet you he ends up at like rb leipzig or a place where like they're good enough, but he can come in and like be pretty guaranteed to like 35 matches a season. You know where I think he goes? I think he goes to a small, well, I don't mean this as an insult, but like a mid- medium to small London team, like a West Ham or a Crystal Fulham. Palace. Well, Fulham's on the right. Fulham's about to jump up. So yeah, some, you know, somebody like that, I think makes a lot of sense for him, but like, here's my thing. Here's my pitch to Eddie and Ketia. And I know that he's a big he's listener. Listening. Of the show. Yeah. He's a big listener. 
Look, you have played Arsenal into probably a Champions League place. Let's knock on wood. At least you've played Arsenal into Europe at a bare minimum. Are you going to now decide that you don't want to play there and that you're going to go and play at Crystal Palace or Fulham or any of these clubs where you're going to check yourself out of the Champions League that you earned and you're not even going to try that on for a season? You're 22, dude. But you know why that is because they're going to, you know, Arsenal's going to buy some 50 million plus price striker this offseason because it's clearly a need. Yes, but unlike goalie, strikers play. And Ketia can play on the wing as well. I mean, he he's going to get minutes. Even if we do, we're going to, and here's the thing, we are going to buy another one. We might buy two, but like we need many forwards for the amount of games we're going to play. But El, a player like El Nenny will say, okay, I'll back myself. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll fight my way back in. And I'm saying there are a lot of players who probably share in Ketia's viewpoint. A lot of them are on my club where it's just like, they, they want just, it to just, it to just They just want to go start in the Premier League rather than... They want to start some games stars. in the Champions League. Yeah, they just want to like talent their way to being like a, a Ballon d'Or winner. And, and Ronaldo will tell you, and Messi will tell you that like even for the best ever, like that isn't the case. Like they work like insane days, and a lot of these. The word is through a lot of. I know it's we're not watching training, but like word is from a lot of like older pros that like the, just the attitude and demeanor and the the hunger at a lot of these places has changed. Hmm. And I, maybe it's better. I am always so skeptical of that, though. Like maybe that could be the case, but like. I just feel like that's such an overused trope in general in sports to criticize the desire of the team. That but like, when they're not, me, when they're getting outrun by by shittier teams, that's proof. The coach isn't saying don't run, don't run, my dears. Save your energy for the for you. Like he's saying, like bust your I mean, ass. I don't know the statistics well enough to know if that's the truth because that is an interesting idea that like, if you just see, okay, we're running five kilometers less a game than the other team. Of course we're getting run all over. Then there's probably something to that, but I don't, I don't know if that's a direct relationship. Like I would, I kind of question that. Cause I feel like there are certain games where like art, you know, like a team like Arsenal or Man United, they're sitting around passing the ball to each other as a team runs like crazy to have 11 men behind the ball all the time. You know what I mean? But it's like Arsenal are just sitting in space or you guys are. And just, I don't know. I feel like the game, it's more subtle than that. There's more, it's more nuanced anyway. I'm trying to find, sense? yeah, I'm trying to find like actual stats for you. Cause I feel like that, I feel like they would support my point, but of course I'm struggling to find them live on the fly during this improvised. I think I kind of think that you're right though, but I just, I'm playing devil's advocate. Cause I don't know if I would part of me, like, but part of me is Jeff, of course, a hurt wounded animal coming from where I'm coming from, where the thought is New if Jersey. you don't really want to coming from New Jersey, if you don't want to be on this club and you don't love it, like you shouldn't be like, you shouldn't stay like no one should be held of against course. their will. It's never going to work out. Of so, if Inket- so, but so if Inketia wants to go somewhere else and be a small fish in a smaller yeah. pond, yeah. maybe that natural selection needs to happen. Even if it's painful in the moment, Like maybe he knows a little bit like, dude, I just had the run of my life at Arsenal, but like, am I really like a top six kind of guy? Like, cause that's the thing about Inketia. You look at all the clubs that are supposedly in for him. None of them are in the Champions League. 
It's not Manchester United coming for him. I mean, you're not going to be the champ. Sorry. That was not a, I didn't know. No, dude, I, I mean, I, you can't hurt me any more than you already have. That wasn't even an intentional one, but if it had been, I would claim, cause that was like a good, anyway. No, um, no, no. Don't, don't grade no, your it, own it, wounding of me. Jesus Christ. But dude, <laughs> PSG, you know, like tell, I haven't seen AC Milan in for Enketia's signature. You know what I mean? He's going to go, he's going to decide whether he wants to be a West Ham player or an Arsenal player or, you know what I mean? A Lester or a, you know, he, he, that's the level that are looking at him. Sorry. I'm like, I'm, this is such a great podcast. I'm like replying to a slack about someone being like, are you going to be in this meeting in five minutes? Like I, um, I totally misinterpreted that. Cause I would have just kept talking to fill the air, but then I saw you typing and I was like, Oh, he's pulling something up. I've got to hear this stat. So I just like left room and then Skyler is preserving his own employment. Um, totally no, let me down by doing your job. Let me, let me run through the, the United midfield and forward line. I promise it'll be quick and painful. Cool. Um, and then, and then we can just You're gonna cut them all right. Yeah, well, so Bruno uh, C plus mm-hmm. he's really dropped mm-hmm. off as much as I still love him. Mm-hmm. Fred B minus his, is importance to the Fred team over has, Bruno? Yeah, in terms of like performance this year, absolutely. Wow. Okay. Uh, Jesse Lingard, negative F divided by zero. He can fuck off. He's been a lot of the leaking to the press. He is another one with just just cringe factory. He's this a thirty-year-old baby. He's a thirty-year-old baby. He's, he's, like, well, he's got so, the. He's got the Jackson Mahomes syndrome thing going on where it wasn't his brother that said like, he's been there since he's nine. He doesn't get a testimonial. And it's like, how, why do they not tell these families? Get the fuck off Twitter right now. Somebody We're going to rep- pay you a thousand bucks a week to sit at home and not be on Twitter. Somebody replied, I think it was like Brian Robson and another United, former United captain didn't get an appearance in their final Premier League home match. That just happens. Like the entitlement. It's like, a, it's, it's an entitlement that didn't exist before. And now yeah. it's like everyone, it's everyone's brand. It's every player wanting to be the next, whatever. Like it's, and this the game's is, gone, man. The game's the gone. The game is gone. You know what? I feel like two years ago, there was a lot of that at Arsenal. People would like comment on that. And there were some guys that I even kind of loved that were a part of that. Like, like and Ozil and Aubameyang. And like some of these guys, these were, these were the most like prissy football players you want to ever talk about. Prima Donna's. And I don't know. I mean, there is something to just like having a team that is like focused on the game itself. Like, I feel like that's where we are now. We're like, look, we're at best the fourth best team in the league now, but it feels so much better than before because it's like we're competent in that sense, you know? What's well, relativity? It's where you where you started and where how things are now. It's that meme of like, if you go from first to fourth, it hurts. And if you go from seventh to fourth, it feels like an orgasm. Yeah. Um, it feels so good to be off the couch. Anyway, continue. Um, Sidetracking us into how awesome Arsenal are. I know you are. Uh, Mata, it's time for him to go as much as I like the little Ewok. It doesn't matter. Matic, it's also time for him it to go. It doesn't matter. Might, Matic might... I think Matic was gonna maybe stay next year and he just announced he's retiring. It's just all this old, all these old players and that money coming off the books, which yeah. is one positive. McTominay's 25, and I think it's clear he sucks now, but I think he's someone you're fine with if he's a bench player and you're fucked if he's a starter. And I think that's what he is. To, and, like, he's a guy that I, like, slightly covet on your team just because, like, 
he's just such a little fucker that like he always i don't know maybe it's just the way he plays against us but i always feel like man that guy is driving me nuts in this game but he's also part of the reason why our forwards aren't generating enough chances is that the ball's not making it to them because yeah. Tommy Tomine is playing it five feet to his right. Um, yeah. Pogba, I'm going to say C-, and I feel like that's generous because when mm. he's played, he's had spurts of like making a ton of assists and shit, but also I read he was one of the luckiest XG chance creators, like meaning... Uh. He's getting more assists than he should. In a way. Yeah, he was overperforming that. And then as soon as he... he assists are a weird hurt. stat like that because it's like such a tiny percentage of those. Even the ones like... Like even when you like put it on a plate for somebody, those go wrong. So, you know, like even like a penalty, they don't score that 10% of the time. It's crazy. You... Do, all right, so this is... You just said you coveted McTominay. Pogba's on a free. I know Arsenal's not going to give him 400 grand, but like... Would you want him, or have you seen me oh, yeah. pull out I enough do. of my hair? Honestly, like, I think he, he, and this is true of a lot of teams, the players don't impact the game as much as the system. You know what I mean? And he's a guy where, like, when he plays with France, like, just the way they play and the quality of those players, he's a pretty good player. When he plays with United, who... Let's be honest, they should be fielding a lineup that's about as good as the French team, like based on just their stature as a club. And at some point they they have they probably will again and they have before, obviously, but like that's to me who they are. Like, but when he's there, it's different. And I, I think he could get plugged into certain teams. I mean, where's he? He's probably gonna go to like PSG or something, right? It's really just PSG, Madrid, or Juventus are the only three options. He won't play and- at Madrid. He'll, he'll sit on the bench in Madrid. I, I don't think. care. Here's the thing, Jeff. What he can bring to a pitch is one thing. I'm so sick of hearing his fucking name and having his brother say things about like, keep, your, uh, yeah, keep Paul Pogba's name. Out your fucking I'm so, I'm so, I'm just so Will sick Smith. of him. But what Paul Pogba's talent is almost inarguable, but his yeah. ability to, to execute it is, is arguable. And I feel like I've seen so many games where Paul Pogba did fuck all except turn the ball over in our own half and have it lead to a goal. Like, it's just like De Gea. It's like, dude, you're 29. Someone shouldn't need to tell you don't dick around and dance on the ball when you're in a defensive midfield position in that moment. It's going to be a problem. He doesn't learn things. And it's I'm just... I'm getting to the point of just being sick of social media propelling players to become bigger than the club that they are at. You know, uh... CR7 FC, Anthony Martial FC, all this shit. Like, fuck, fuck all of that. Fuck that whole way of thinking. Yeah. It's a team game. Well, Follow a team. And then that, that brings up Cristiano Ronaldo. But I think it, he is, there's a very direct parallel to be drawn between him and Obama Yang in that they are both clearly world class players. He's better than Obama Yang. But like, do you want them on your team for this project that has to happen? Because Arteta clearly said, get the hell out. You know what I mean? And I kind of feel like you guys might be served by doing the same, even though he's a legend, even though there's this warm, fuzzy Ronaldo Man United story, like you might be time for him to go. I It's definitely time for him to go. Uh, but if you're looking around the team and you're saying, where are the attitude problems? It's like Ronaldo's not the attitude problem when it comes to winning. And maybe is the only thing he yeah. does that's appropriate <laughs> from like a, whether you're smacking phones out of kids' hands or refusing to press. 
because he's old and he knows his knees have X miles left on them. Like, I, Does I he refuse like, to press, though? I feel like, I don't know. Or maybe he just honestly doesn't have the, the gas in his tank to, to press. He really, wow. Like, the way that, like, even a Firmino, who's a few years younger than him, uh, still does. I don't know. I mean, yeah. it's like, it feels like if we're going to... He's got to go, then. But he's But he's got to... So it's, it's, it's different than the Obama. It's, the difference, then, is he actually can't do on the field what he needs to do, at least for this system. Right. But then... He needs like, to be a poacher for a team that generates chances galore, and he can still score 30 goals in a season. He scored 20-something with this crap team. But but yeah. when, you, when you're first attacker, like Timo Werner, for all the things he does wrong, starts the, he initiates the press. You need him to press so the two people behind him can cut off anywhere that that ball could go, and yeah. you sort of like blanket around the attacker, and you take the ball away from them, and then all of a sudden you've got a three-on-two. Like, that's... That's the idea behind how Liverpool and City both started to dominate. Now they can beat you seven different ways, but like, right. we need to do that. That's what we need to yeah, do. That's like a, yeah, that's like, yeah, table stakes now. We cannot do that while Ronaldo is, I must start every match. We can do it if Ronaldo is willing to maybe start Super 30% sorry. less. Like, like, like if he's, if he's willing to, to let the coach decide when we need to go full press and when we need when we don't, I feel like he could still play a role next season. We're gonna pay him a half a million a week to to be like the the guy off the bench to take free throws. Like Yeah. But I mean right, I, brought he do that? I, I think brought he could be he could have a really nice career as like a closer that comes on in the seventy fifth minute. You know what I mean? Like because then you could tell him, like, look, you only got to run for 17 minutes, so you better fucking run. You're Mariano Ronaldo. Run. Yeah, exactly. And he's got, like, a couple things. Like, he's got a curling shot into the corner that's a lot like Mariano Rivera's, uh, you know, except, fastball. Except Rivera could throw it that way every time, and Ronaldo takes a free kick, and you're like, maybe this will be a goal, and maybe this will kill a kid in the 75th row. <laughs> he is terrible at free kicks, but, I mean, that he's still got that just like his finishing in the game is pretty damn good. You, you want Ronaldo's thirst to win and drive to train harder. I don't think you want Ronaldo's ego in, in a new young team. Hmm. Yeah, I do. I mean, even just the wages alone, if you could get those off the books. And and maybe maybe he'll decide, I need to go to play for some Portuguese team that's in the Champions League as like, I need to be in the Champions League to to set that record so we can have it forever. And I wouldn't complain if he did. But just to quickly grade the forwards, because then we probably got to jump. Yeah. Uh, Ronaldo, uh, B minus, Alanga, C plus, but like he has some room for optimism. He, he does he does the hard work that we need a player to do. Greenwood, incomplete slash F. Damn. Uh, hope he fucks off forever. Rashford. An F. Rashford gets an F for this season. That's how bad Ra- Rashford wow. doesn't look like someone who should play football anymore unless he can have like a serious like R and R break and come back with like a renewed like focus. Uh Sancho, that's the problem. It's a mental thing, you think? All mental. Because he's physically more healthy than he's been in three years. But two of those mm. years he had twenty something goals in each. Um Sancho, I would give a harsh C plus but at times he's looked like the most functional part of our attack okay uh just not enough and then shola short hasn't played so yeah so 
The attack, dude, when you were talking about right backs going from like depth to like, holy crap, we have none. Our forward line went from how are all these players going to get enough games to we only have Ronaldo. Oh, fuck, Cavani. Cavani, yeah. Cavani's an F. Cavani has been, has ruled himself not fit all year long as like a year long tantrum about Ronaldo coming, taking a spot. And then he's always fit for Uruguay. Like, I kind of think he's stolen a living this season. Yeah. Honestly, I have never been a huge Cavani fan. Like, he just, like, I mean, he needs, like, three sitters per goal. Like, his, he's the worst converter, and, like, he just, oh, fucking Cavani. I would, I'm so glad he's never played for Arsenal. I mean, you, you, it would be a lot like the final days of Aubameyang, except he'd show up less. Like, physically just not be there. Aubameyang is perfectly healthy, meanwhile, but, like, just stuck in traffic in his Lamborghini. A traffic jam when you're already late. <laughs> yeah, that's what he listens to. Um, I'm sorry I didn't leave us any time for, like, our uh, let's talk about something else. Unless you have a quick squeaker, you want to talk about something else. A quick squeaker? Oh, sorry, I thought you meant, like, a fart. No, I don't a have a quick fart and you want to talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to... Do you have you see, like a favorite you... fart story? Oh, I thought I was gonna say, did you see the the Chappelle being attacked thing? Dude, that happened so quick. Like everyone said that was gonna happen. And man, like turns out, thanks a lot. Will Smith, period. Like it, like and then I also just read Will Smith is initiating divorce proceedings with his like ice queen of a wife, and I'm Are like you know what? That's well, probably he, a good idea. That's yeah, probably a great totally, idea. He's totally doing that to be like, no, I'm free now. I can be in movies. I can host events. Like that. It was crazy. It's a business move. I, I don't even know that she necessarily has freed him from his servitude. I think I think it got to a point where like when people found out what the relationship was like, there was definitely no point in staying in the relationship for PR value. Like it's like it's so strange. I don't know. Is it like a president needing to be married? It's all for just appearance. Right, like I think a bu- I, th- I think some of those relationships have an element like that. You can't like if you're like Brad and Angelina or like one of these kind of couples, like that's like a multi-million dollar media property relationship like. Right. Nope, not know. everyone has Barry and Michelle's love. I don't even know that reference. Barack and Michelle Obama are oh, former president and first lady. Jeff, I know you I don't. Sorry, I don't call him Barry very often. I, you guys are on such a like chummy basis. You guys have are... you not seen the Bill Hader show that he's? It's about him. Like it's oh. it's all about how he how that Barack shows Obama, about Barack Obama. Yeah, that makes sense. Man in L.A. went to His, acting. He classes. did community organizing, but he also did Shakespeare in the Park. And he's great with a silencer. Like he can just some make of his a- early audition tapes, man. I found very moving. Some of the monologues that he chose, like from uh, I believe it was from Reservoir Dogs and mostly Tarantino films. Um, so he's like, really good. "This is the exploding five point exploding heart palm technique." <laughs> uh. <laughs> yes. Um, what was that other line he did too? He did a few that were really good. <laughs> I think I think he was just like um, he's like he just sees the pussy wagon and he just holds the keys and he's like all right okay he's like because like, your they're name fine. is because your name is Buck right and you've got a fuck right and then he crushes <laughs> Buck's head so the guy's name here is Buck and uh, it's not gonna surprise you that well uh, 
And then, and then after he, after he crushes Buck's head, he walks away and he goes, "Yes, we can." And like that's the, yeah, for sure. It's like Bill, I don't want to kill you, Bill. I just want change. And like, <laughs> Bill, uh, it's your baby. Um, <laughs> Bill, uh, Sasha is not yours, Bill. Well. So we, we snuck one in, right? We snuck in. We snuck, snuck in, in right. a topic. I should have. I should have switched to the to to the for for the for the one Let's Twitch streamer. Let's talk about something We just wanted to say thank you to our one Twitch streamer. You can hear this right now, and no one else can. So thank you that's, so much. That's for the one. Company. They've assigned us just one FBI agent. No, because there was because it's that that little one eyeball, Jeff, on the top of the stream. Can you see that? Oh. Right next to Hello. live. Can you see that? Uh, no, I can't actually. All right. Well, Jeff, you are just a poor person who can't see how many Twitch streamer we have. Pobrecito. Um, I want to say thank you to to you for making this show happen, making the show You're possible. Welcome. You're welcome, Skyler. Anytime. Thank Thanks. you, my friend. You do all the hard work. I. It was hard work not crying during all the Arsenal masturbating you were doing earlier on. Sorry, I'm not sure if I played that up enough. I feel like I should have leaned into that harder. Really? No, you arsturbated very prodigiously, Jeff. You arsturbated oh. all over the pod. Well, I'm going to listen to this tomorrow and be very embarrassed. Hey, Rachel, come listen to me arsturbate. Need the suckers. Need the suckers. A sucker podcast that probably won't last. Ryan?